This is Simon Alusha, the voice of Tales of Ephemera. Have you ever walked outside on a cold night? The sky reflects the lights of a nearby city. A quiet that builds with each flake of snow. Today, the studio, the colossal building that is the studio, rests in a quiet reality just like that. I find myself waiting long hours near a frosted window, waiting for something to happen, waiting for the next story. I dream about other realities. I talk about possibilities most will never know. I have already received many letters asking who I am. All of those letters go unanswered. All those unanswered questions buried in a growing pile of useless, old, insane, and mad past lives. Forgive my musing. Another story is coming. Talk to you soon. Chapter 3! Episode 1. I, as always, am one of your gracious (laughs) co-hosts. Let's let's just... Can we restart, Charlie? This is is pretty good. I'm all in. (laughs) I'm I'm not a... I mean, I guess I am a co-host, technically. But, you know... (laughs) It just feels so... I butcher every intro. The day I don't butcher an intro will be... um, you, know, you think too much about it. Our, I know. This, it'll yeah. be our full-time job. Anyways, guys, welcome to the Raconteur Collection. This is a new chapter, chapter three. Charlie, how do you feel about chapter three before mm-hmm. we get into anything else? Or even finish the intro? Well, how do you feel about it? <laughs> I feel great about chapter three. It's going to go some amazing places. Some amazing topics lined up for you. In the file. The Raconteur <laughs> Collection <laughs> file. I have a file. better chapter. myself. Guys, just opening so you know. the file cabinet. Looking through the files. Yep, some amazing, amazing stuff coming up. Back to you, Jack. <laughs> Closing the file, filing cabinet. Guys, as always, please follow us on Spotify, please, so you can get updates on every single episode, as well as follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and message us questions. You know, impressions, anything. We'd love to hear some feedback from you guys, and we love to be involved, you know, with the people who are listening. You can always reach us at Gmail, which is RackHunterCollection at gmail.com. Pretty simple stuff. And last but not least, we do have a Patreon. You can support us over there. It'll help us mainly right now just get the word out, spread the, the vibe, the essence that is this podcast. So... My name is Jack, as you know by now, as long as, as well as 
my brother Charlie, who is another host, and I <laughs> maybe I like maybe I do need to just like type all this out and then like rehearse it a couple of times. I mean, maybe yeah, but also at the same time, I think it's just getting into the rhythm of what you're like the gist of what you're gonna say. So I'd be like, you know, now I'm Jack, and I'm joined by uh, Charlie here. Oh, hello, my name is Charlie. The Rack and Tour Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing. You know, it's our, like our and intro just, would just be, yeah! And then, hello, welcome to the Rack and Tour Collection. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, I think I have a Go little ahead. bit of advantage in that. It is pretty easy for me just to keep saying things and coming up with weird yeah. things to say. So I think the way we, the way we uh, process words in our brain is a bit different as well. You know, I'm not saying you're, mm. you know, slower than me, like stupidly, which even if that's the case, um, you know, yeah. you just have a slower cadence than I do. And so I mm-hmm. think I tend to trip over my own words more often. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I have a slower cadence, because I noticed, especially in college and like early college, that I would not stutter a lot, but really badly trip over stuff if I try to talk too fast. Yeah, so I think... Yeah. Especially when I like hold syllables and stuff, I'm kind of like thinking about the next thing I want to say. So, you know. But I know that, you know, recording for an audience of <laughs> thousands of people. Um, thousands. Anyways. We get a lot I just of judgment. Jump, so. I just want to I just want to jump right into today's topic. Unless you have anything else you want to add, which do yeah, you? I do. Well, then add. Jack, how was your week? How How was your week? You know what, Charlie? My week's um, actually very eventful. We uh, yeah, got talk a, about we got a, it. Yeah, Tell we got a new car. It. Got a new car after being oh. in the accident back in December. We finally got a new car. Yeah. Super thankful for that. It all worked out. Our payments are actually lower than what they were on the previous car and, and at a much lower interest rate. So, Good. You know, we're uh, very thankful for that. So... You know, we can afford it, and it's also just cheaper than our previous payments. So, uh, we also got approved for the uh, townhouse we'll be moving into uh, April 2nd. Is like when we can start the move and all that kind of fun stuff. So, you know, nice. that, Very nice. two big wins, um, you know, and the stimulus checks are hitting. And so, we actually are going to have some money to, like, get some new furniture or you know, kind of pay up on some bills, uh, pay ahead of time, that kind of stuff, and just kind of really, you know, be comfortable, which is, I'm I'm so thankful for, because, like, being comfortable is not uh, a place that I'm usually at as far as, like, you know, financially speaking, so it's a, it's kind of yeah. a new, yeah. a new territory. We're trying to very, we're treading cautiously, because we don't want to, like, you know, oh, we have some, we have some money, let's go buy a lot of stuff. You know, we've got to, we got to think mm-hmm. about it and also, you know, put up basically all of the stimulus just went right into our savings account as soon as it hit. So right. I might've taken like 50 bucks and put it into some stocks or whatever, just to yeah. learn how that works. But you know, pretty eventful little week for us. Might've taken say. the whole stimulus and put it in stocks. <laughs> yeah. All into Dogecoin. Yeah. Charlie, how yeah. was your week? It was pretty good, man. We were recording on a Sunday, so right before this um, airs, which is exciting. 
Yeah, a little later, um, sorry. Yesterday got kind of busy for us. No, no, it's fine. Tired today. I was telling Jack, I think the time change kind of messed me up a little bit. But it's been a good week. Um, Just got done with my weekend. My weekends are normally like Friday and Saturday, so that's good. Um, But yeah, I mean, just kind of continuing along, still editing, got some, you know, new plans or new ideas for some episodes that are going out. So look forward to that as far as like chapters and uh, tales of ephemera. I hear that some good stuff is coming. So in fact, our intro should give you a little hint about that. Mm. So, yeah. And I think, you know, I think the only thing I would really like to add is uh, anybody who's listening out there, we uh, Jack and I would both really love to hear from you. Um, Even if it is just, a nice message or a totally unrelated question. Like we've said numerous times, this is still a really small podcast and in all likelihood it probably will stay that way. But, you know, and I was, I was thinking about this, Jack. Yes. It's kind of nice to do this in a couple regards because like going into the future, you know, like 10 years from now, how much of your time or your weeks or your days or your months do you really look back and can say oh hey like i remember doing this on that specific day you know how things all kind of like blur together Mm -hmm. and so even if which i hope that we do find even if it's just a small audience i hope we do find a small audience but even if that never happens i think having this podcast for kind of a time capsule and like a almost like an audio journal for later on like for us will be great you know, like to look mm-hmm. back and say, man, we have like 20 hours of, you know, Jack and I with Charlie in his late 20s, Jack and his, I guess you're on the side Mid-20s. of the late 20s now. Yeah. Mid 20s. Oh, that's, but, uh, it's not old, <laughs> but it's just weird to think about. But, uh, it'll be really cool to have all this and to be able to look back and to point to things and to be able to remember things that, you know, we were doing or things that were really important to us that week. So, uh, yeah, I kind of tangented it off there, but you know, I think ultimately, yeah, we would love to hear from you, you listening to this right now, you in your car, you at home, you at night as you fall asleep to the sound of our voices talking right in your ears. Can you, can you stop getting closer to the mic um. as, <laughs> as you speak? <laughs> getting but, uh, ever so much Yeah. Closer. Send us send us some stuff in, and I would love to read it out and, you know, have a question. If you guys are like, hey, what is your favorite sandwich? Or, hey, is a hot dog a sandwich? You know, any questions like like that, get them in here. Send them in, really. Our collection at gmail.com is probably going to be the way that we'll actually, re- like, incorporate them in. But comment on instagram or facebook or yeah, just let for us now know. we're kind of doing let us know what you're thinking however you guys reach us however you guys reach us for now is how we're doing it um yeah, yeah and i will say try i was just thinking because we, we do tangent in the beginning what are your thoughts you know the meme it's like oh this starts at this time what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on like you know we go back and i'm doing like you know you or i are doing the editing it's like after the intro plays it's like podcast topic starts at and then like it goes on as normal. Do you think it, you think it's too much? Well, or <laughs> yeah, just because I know some and, people are like, oh, like because I need, uh, you know, our mom was actually like, like, oh, we we're listening to the new episode. 
we wanted to listen to like the childhood memories. I think it was like with toys or whatever. And she was like, but like you guys can start talking about it. it's like 20 minutes in. So we got home and we weren't able to listen to it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that I was like, maybe, maybe, but I would need to hear from what our listeners think. So, I mean, we'll, we'll say it right now. Tell us, would you, would that be helpful for, you know, all of you out there to have a, Stop, you know, a log point where you can be like, okay, I can skip the first 15 minutes of this garbage yeah. and get to the topic. Yeah, exactly. Or, like after I mean, the intro and all that kind of stuff, it's like, hey, podcast right. topic starts at this. And then it's like, boom. Right. I personally like the uh, conversational podcasts, um, just with how I listen Same. to podcasts. Like, I'll be listening to them throughout my day and I mean, not many be in the car, <laughs> cleaning the kitchen. But I understand that. I kind of, that's just the way I absorb things. So yeah, let us know. Let us know if you like the yep. uh, more conversational stuff or if it'd be nice to have that kind of segmented. Because I have thought about that with even doing like a different like, you know, little musical cues or breaks to be like, and now we fade away into the actual topic. Yeah. I, I, I still think it'd be kind of fun to have like our own personalized ad breaks in here sometimes. But I mean, that's when... <laughs> That's when I have more time or something, you know. <laughs> I love doing those. So. And I one from our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> just, just weird ads. <laughs> have yeah, you ever like tried weird, to eat like, an onion? Well, it's a painful experience. Now, with now, your new onion vitamins, you can eat all the onions you want. Just two vitamin simple vitamins a with day. With lunch, with breakfast, anytime you want. Take it at night. Go ahead and peel that onion and just take a big old bite. Impress your coworkers. <laughs> onion bills. <laughs> It's like a Rick and Morty skit. <laughs> Anyways, let's have get you ever, onto... Have you ever thought about shut Onion Bill? Shut up. We gotta start talking about this. Lately, I've been wondering. Lately, I've always tried to eat onions, and they always really upset my stomach. So instead of just not eating them, I decided to take Onion Bills. <laughs> have you ever wondered, what's the deal with onions? And why can't you just exactly. eat them whole? They would they would be like that. That's what their ads would be like. <laughs> Anyways, today's topic, as you probably know just by the title of this episode, we're going to be talking about basically moving experiences. Either, you know, to college, to apartments, uh, our first ones, our like a first initial experiences, and then kind of where we are now and what our headspace is when it comes to dealing with these you know, shifts literally and figuratively. So, I mean, I want to throw it off the Charlie first because, you know, I'm, I don't want to keep talking um, too much. But, uh, Charlie, I know that you first moved to, you moved out for college. Yeah. So, I want to know some, some about that because that was the first time anyone in the family had, like, moved away for anything i mean Mm -hmm. like no no one still has moved away that far before so just tell me about that yeah so i kind of went to or i moved off to college late because right after high school i believe i just did uh, two years of community college and from there i was just living at home because it wasn't that far away and then moving out for the first time it was basically me and then a friend i worked with I think it was at Barnes and Noble. I worked with her. We, she wanted to move and I was like, Hey, I need to go to college. And so it kind of just worked out and we would drive 
not that far, probably about 40, you know, 45 minutes, um, to, you know, just in the same state to where the college was and look at apartments and stuff. And so that was the first time I really was looking for, um, a place to stay outside of home. And I think what sticks out to me the most about that experience is how in hindsight, like in retrospect, I guess, but, uh, how like underprepared I was for the whole thing. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't really have any savings, you know, we're sending off these applications. Um, at this point I have like just a non-existent credit score because you know, I'm what, like I was 17 when I graduated. So I was probably 18, 19, you know, maybe just turned 19. Um, sounds right. Maybe closer to 20. I might be, I don't know. Might be getting my dates confused here, but, uh, yeah. And so, and finally finding the apartments, this place called cowboy town apartments and, uh, moving in and kind of just like moving my whole life and all of a sudden being somewhere else and not even having a job set up at that point. Um, Mm -hmm. not even sure like where any of my classes are, not sure like how anything works on campus because I was a transfer student. So I wasn't getting in on like the ground floor. And, uh, yeah, it, it's funny cause I don't remember it being that painful, but I'm sure like that You're was a big, stressed. it was not a good way to start college because, mm-hmm. you know, I was worrying about where I would work or what I would do. And so that's kind of crazy to me that like I did move out and I was or like, we were able to make it work, but it wasn't, you know. It was fun living on your own, but it was also like this big dose of reality. And of course, I've always been a pretty realistic person, but I think for me that was like, okay, like college is important, but also if I don't work and I don't make money, then I can't go to college. And so working and affording food and all of that will be the best. And so that was kind of like the initial shock of like when I first moved out to like the first like apartment. That I was, I, I lived in for like two years. Yeah, two years. Yeah, I mean, I remember you moving. I remember as soon as the truck left, yeah. I went back inside and cried a little bit because, like, oh, this never happened before. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's important to note that you and I shared a room growing up, like our whole entire lives. So, like, that must that must have been weird. Yeah, it was definitely a weird experience for me. But I mean, for you especially, like, it was weird. During that time, I never, like, I don't think I ever asked you, like, hey, how's it going? Or, like, what are you doing, Yeah, like, to make all this happen, you know? So, like, nowadays, I'd be like, hey, like, are you good? Like, can you talk about it? Like, are you stressed out? Or, but it's kind yeah. of a crazy back then. We just, how differently you kind of process things, you know? Because well, I was, you know. I, think I was like 16, too, 17, something like that, right? Right. And I think, too, you know, when you first move out, it's a big jump at uh, freedom and, like, mm-hmm. making kind of a name for your own that's, like, not attached to, like, our parents or anything like that and making, like, an impression on your own for the first time. And so, and that, I think that side of it, I was definitely ready for. But I don't think... I don't know. I just didn't have a lot of practical knowledge. And it's so crazy to think that I moved, you know, 
an hour away from home. And only luckily it was just an hour away from home, but with like no backup plan, like no plan of like, what if I can't get a job? What if mm-hmm. I can't afford rent? And luckily things just worked out and they don't, it doesn't work out like that for everybody. So I feel really thankful that they did, but yeah. What like about everything you, Jack? Kind of what was going to place before I like talk so, more about that, like apartment and like what my life was like there. Like, what about you? Like when did you first move out? Yeah. So I think I first, first moved out when I was, I would say I was, I was either 18 or 19. So it was like a couple of years after um, you, know, you had moved out. And I moved out to this place called Coventry Park. And at the time, I moved out with a friend of mine and his girlfriend at the time. And so we got this two this two bedroom place on the second second floor? Second floor. And, you know... The whole process happened pretty quickly. Um, I remember I had to, my dad had to co-sign because, you know, I didn't make three times the rent on my own. I remember going through this whole process and kind of like, you know, it was mainly me pushing for most of it, you know, yeah. and trying to be like, all right, like we can do this. We're going to be good. Like, you know, you know, and so I, I really was like, I want this freedom. I think it's time for me to have this freedom, uh, you know, and step out into my own. Because at the time, I was working at Chick-fil-A. I'd been there for a while. And I was making good money there because I, I just, I did nothing but work all the time. That's all that I did. Right. And so I was like, yeah, like I got the money. So let's, let's do it. But I didn't have anything in savings. So when we moved, it kind of drained everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were fine, but we couldn't really do that much and so the the initial like uh memory i have of it is that it was a lot of fun to do that first move mm-hmm. once everything's yeah. signed away and once you get the go ahead you get the keys like getting those keys to a new place and opening that door and like bringing in like the couch or the first box or whatever is like a really good like fun feeling uh yeah but you know, I remember there were definitely some, some hardships there. We, uh, I was only there for a year, so mm, I mean, yeah. I can go into more detail about that unless you want to jump back into your side or you want to keep going on my end. Well, I think let's take a moment to pause here and yeah, talk a little bit about just the difficulty of moving out, like kind of like I was saying earlier in our intro, um, as like mm. a time capsule, like why it was challenging and because you know i think and i'll say this and i'll let you talk so sorry if i drag on a little bit but you're good i for a long time and probably only within the last five six years i've kind of like let go of some of this animosity i used to have like really hold it against people who were able to have like a good springboard and get out you know like Mm -hmm. and like have new furniture have a new car have you know also because like when I moved out, like I didn't have a car. Like I literally like walked to work, took the bus to school and yeah. like, I mean like eventually it's crazy to think like, like the, the first, so like that's when I, when I first moved out, I eventually got a job at Starbucks and I used to just walk to work at like three o'clock in the morning for like 30 minutes, like every day and then go directly to class after. 
And I always wonder, I'm like, man, why didn't I enjoy college as much as I feel like other people did? And I'm like, well, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, just the jump in real yeah. quick. Like, I, I can say no, the same thing. Like, when I worked at Chick-fil-A, I was at this apartment. There was definitely plenty of times where it was like, oh, like, I get off at 10 o'clock. I don't want to bug anyone or I don't, you know, I don't have my bike with me. So I just walk home. It was like an hour walk home. You know what I mean? And it's right. like, well, next day uh, I can't get a ride, so... I'm just going to walk, you know, leave early and walk back to work the next day. So it was, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely kind of feel like, you know, it sucks not having that kind of stuff a lot. So, yeah. I also think at the same time, though, to uh, put it in perspective, like why I don't character. feel so negative. Yeah. Why I don't feel so negative about it now is that I think you learn some really important lessons that not to take for granted the things that you do have or you do make for yourself and Mm -hmm. while i do wish i had had you know like support or some of those things i think ultimately i really wouldn't go back and change it just because you know it taught me a lot on my own and like especially like coming back and just dealing with life and dealing how like life kind of drains you i mean learning that in like my early 20s was really eye-opening and it's what yeah like what you like what you said it builds character It's not fun in the moment but now Mm -hmm. if i could go back and change it i don't think i would because it's giving me a lot of good perspective and a lot of good like for what the things i have now and for how my life is now i'm like wow i am like so much more stable and much more well off than i ever was like in college (laughs) yeah and And that's why i I say the same Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. No, you, no, 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 I'm kidding. Like, I, I'm at a point where, like, my life has not been the most difficult life, like, like, at all. No. But I've definitely had some things that have been very good and difficult learning experiences. Uh, and some things that I'm still, like, learning from now, you know, because we, um, we weren't, like, super set up for, like, college or, you know, we weren't set up with credit. We weren't, we weren't set up with, like, you know jobs we just you know we got right into or whatever it's like i feel right. like we learned a lot like especially me like i've had a lot of jobs and you've only had i mean you've had a good amount but i've been yeah well i've been pretty starbucks. lucky to yeah to be able to like stick with starbucks and like grow with starbucks so yeah and like i mean if anything now i'm just i'm glad i have all the I have all these like real experiences and stuff like that you know and just stuff i've learned from friends and just growing up you know, just kind of dealing with life this way. It's kind of giving me a real appreciation for people who, you know, were able to have like a good setup to not have to go through those like trials and tribulations in the same way. And so for yeah. me, it's like with my experience now, I want to pass all I can off onto Ellie to make sure that she is set up as good as possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also yeah. like help her, help her learn these like ways to either like look at things or like hey this is what credit is this is how it works it's really abstract for kind of no reason um right to kind of keep the to keep you down a little bit but you know <clears throat> we'll get into that another day but yeah so it's just it's interesting i remember like 
you know, when I was moving into the first apartment, it was like, uh, I don't have any existing credit. Um, I don't make three times the rent I've had at my job for two years. And so I'm actually very surprised I got it. Cause like, you know, it was in a, in a nicer part of, uh, town and it's just kind of weird how much like you have to like, you got to qualify, 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 qualify. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not, if you don't have a plan, like in 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 uh, Tulsa to to move, or you don't make like two thousand plus, a, like well, I would say like three thousand plus a month. It's hard to find somewhere that is nice. You know, you can live right. wherever and be like fine. You'll be fine. But to have like a nice place and to be able to like afford it, you need to be making some pretty decent money if you're doing it by yourself if you got like three four people no big deal but yeah i don't have three or four people that i know that i can move out with you know it's just me uh my girlfriend and ellie who doesn't work because she's uh you know she's what gen generation alpha apparently they don't work right now (laughs) so weird well and that's you know i think that's what's always like weird to me is that what like getting into a place and getting it everything accepted is always the hardest part and they make it sound like that it's going to like stretch your resources and do this and i would say like i mean rent's the biggest payment i pay every month still but like it's not that hard like once you're in and like once you like get established like it's it's not that bad you know what i mean yeah and so it's just like it's just, I think it's everything else and everything combined on top of it. And the fact that, like, going through these processes is pretty, like, sterile and all you are to, like, whoever owns the apartment complex or the building is, like, you're just some name on a page. And I kind of wish it worked yeah, to where, like, you yeah. could sit down and they could be like, hey, we're going to have an interview with you, talk about your past living experiences, talk about the type of person you are, so we can kind of gauge you know, what the situation is and what we can do to work with you. But it's never, it's never really like that. You know, it's more just like, hey, do you hit this? Okay, check. Yeah. Oh, hey, do you have this? Oh, you don't? Nope. And it's like, well, yeah, exactly. but that doesn't really, that doesn't really affect me at all. But it does on this. And I, you know, I understand, like, you can't, in this world today, we don't have the time to, like, interface with everybody on an individual level. But I feel like that's mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of missing, like from a lot of stuff nowadays. It's like you never really yeah. get to know a person, especially when you're dealing with like your company, or it's just always kind of like on the surface numbers outputs. And if you don't meet those, then you're not good enough. And you know, yeah, it's like, like if, that's if you don't hit four out of five of the checks, then sorry, right? Like minimum four out of five, you're it's like sorry can't do it so it's yeah yeah. go ahead well to move it along so this first apartment i lived in it was a two bedroom one bath kind of like you had a mix kitchen and dining room living room i didn't like my roommate and i didn't really have a whole lot and unfortunately she was like she really struggled with like mental illness and stuff. And so like, she wasn't exactly the most stable, especially like in the last year that I lived there, I felt like I was just at home alone a lot while she was like living with somebody else. Like she was still paying everything and still working, but like she was just like living with somebody else. Not like 
she hated me but like i think she'd yeah. like had like it got like a boyfriend or something and but i mean it's, it's funny I, I still i still remember like the first meal i cooked we had these like we went to the grocery store and got these little sausages and i cooked like sausages and eggs i think it was the first meal i cooked <laughs> i mean just a <laughs> on classic, the stupid little dude, electric classic. stove Oh, electric, electric stoves, stoves are the worst. I, yeah, we have those now, and where we're moving to <laughs> has gas, and I'm like, oh my yeah. goodness, thank you. Yeah, gas stoves, man. I that's one thing. So we grew up with a gas stove, and going to a place that has an electric stove, it just is not the same. I just don't like it. Like, no, <laughs> I just like the gas horrible. Stove, so. <laughs> They're horrible. But yeah, I mean, especially if you're trying to light incense stayed... or something, right? <laughs> especially when you're trying to light incense. Exactly. You know, that place was a uh, I mean, it was it kind of just is, was what it was. Um I I remember I spent a lot of times like in my room like laying on the floor like listening to podcasts and like playing games on the laptop and kind of just like existing because you know, I didn't mm-hmm. have a car so I couldn't yeah, go do sure. anything. And when I wasn't working, it was kind of like well, I missed the bus, so I'm going to be either hanging out at school or I'm going to be at home and not doing anything. And it just was, <laughs> it just wasn't that great. Like, and I, that's where I realized, like, I didn't have a lot of motivation myself to where sometimes if I had like an early class, I would just not go to class because I was like, <laughs> oh, I have to wake up three like an hour earlier. Yeah. And I have to then get on the bus then go to class, then wait four hours until my next block of classes because, and it was just like, so yeah, I mean, I have a lot of like fond memories because like it was the first time I was like on my own and stuff. But I think for me, it wasn't, I didn't really have like a great living situation until I moved in with like um, a friend that I had met like in school. So that's kind of the next thing I'll jump into. But uh, yeah, Jack. Tell me, but tell me a little bit. T- tell tell me a little bit. Shut up. About so about your first apartment. So at my first apartment, it was kind of um, you know, thin walls. It's like very like typical kind of cheap, nice apartment here. You know, very thin walls. Uh, everything is just kind of okay. Nothing's great. <laughs> I mean, layout's very mm-hmm. average. Uh. And so we kind of, for the first, like, six months, it was all pretty okay. There's a time, actually, where in December, like, for some reason, like, we just were really struggling. And so we had to, like, sell a bunch of stuff either on, like, Craigslist or, like, the Facebook Marketplace and that kind of stuff and to, like, make ends meet or we were, like, going to get, right. uh, like, evicted because I guess our rent bounced back for some reason. And so we were like, we were like, oh no. And so it just, it just kind of threw us all for a loop. And after that, uh, my roommate, he ended up kind of, he moved out, um, six months into the lease back to his parents' house, you know, saying that it was, you know, it was kind of, it was basically too much. And looking like at the time, definitely I was like, you know, I felt very slighted. Is that the word? Slighted? No. Yeah. But kind of wronged, you know, know, burned. And that definitely kind of stuck around for a couple years after the fact. Just because it was like, it was the first time that I had been like, really, I at the time I felt like betrayed by like a friend. You know what I mean? And I was like, this is, 
like wow and so then it was just me and then an unofficial roommate at the time he wasn't on the lease but he was staying with us um <laughs> for the last six months of it and right you know that was uh it was still stressful and so on. like we were fine we could still pay for everything but it was stressful because he had a dog um the dog had some accidents on the carpet and so we had to end up it, it got to the point to where when we moved out, we got like a bill for like basically the whole carpet replacement because you know yeah. they got to replace the whole carpet. And I was like, "This is all you. Like, I'm not paying for this. Like, you right. work this out." So the first experience was definitely rough. Um, when I look back on it, there weren't many ups other than just you know not like it was like it was having our own space was like the only upside. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And that kind of at the time seemed less worth it as time went on. And so after that lease ended, I basically moved back into our parents' house for a couple months until I moved back out again. So yeah, I can talk about that unless you got something you want to jump into. Um. So my next apartment, um, it was... I ended up moving in with a friend who lived like way closer to campus, like literally like a five minute walk. You need to be on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, moved in with him cause he had an extra room. And I think that for me, it was one of the situations to where I moved in the first time, got everything out of the old apartment into the new one and got everything set up and, you know, spent my first couple nights there. It was one of the situations to where it felt like, man, I've been, I feel like I've lived here like for a long time. Like I could have lived here for several years mm-hmm. and it was always just a really good situation like that. And like, because I mean, this was a friend who I played like tabletop games with, who was also in my <laughs> writing classes. So like so many opportunities to just hang out and actually like enjoy people who I, you know, enjoyed hanging out with. And so mm-hmm. for me, it moving into my friend's house, who his name was Sean. So moving into like Sean's, um, not house, but like apartment was like fantastic. So it was like, wow, this is what I feel like it should have been like first. And it was just, I mean, it was just pretty easy going from that point on. Like, you know, living close to campus and going to class. I mean, like no longer was I so like locked down by like the bus schedule, like walking. I still like walk to work, but it was like a shorter walk. And so, yeah, like for me, that second place I moved into definitely turned into the best one. And I think one of the reasons why I like still think of college fondly because, you know, I made like a lot of really good friends uh, and it just, yeah, I mean that, that second place I think really kind of set the tone for like, oh man, this is cool. I'm just hanging out, living with friends and I, the only thing that I think was really lacking in that was my own space. Cause I literally just had my room and like didn't really have access to the kitchen. And I, I mean, I had access to the kitchen. Like I could make stuff, but like, you know, having like stuff where I wanted it to be and like stuff in the places and how clean I wanted it to be. Like, you know, those yeah. are the things that like I couldn't control, but like it was worth it for like what I gained. So for me, like my second apartment was like really great. And I only lived there for a year, which is crazy because it feels like my entire college life was in that apartment. 
So that that kind of like goes yeah. to show that like even though I spent two years at kind of the subpar apartment where literally I didn't have a car and I couldn't get food, so I just the cheapest thing I could order would be Jimmy John's, and I just had tip money from Starbucks, so I just get like a sandwich and two bags of chips, and that would literally be my meal for the whole day. <laughs> And I would just like <laughs> eat my Jimmy John's and sea salt and vinegar chips and I don't know, watch videos and <laughs> like just stupid stuff like that. So, I mean, what, what a better your, way to spend time. What about, yeah. What about your, your next apartment? So after that first one, I moved back into a parent's house for a couple of uh, months and my girlfriend at the time, this is, this was a, this whole kind of year was real rough. The girlfriend at the time kind of gave me the ultimatum. It was like, either you move out now until we live together or we're going to break up. Looking back on it now, I was like, right. should have just broken up right there. You know? Mm-hmm. But that, at the time, I was like, but I don't want to lose this because I think, I think this could be good. But the back right. of my mind, I was like, no. Nah, like, just don't. But I said, okay. So then I started looking for a place. And so... I found this other place that was close to where I used to live, actually, a bit farther. And we, you know, we started moving, moving everything. Uh, my dad had to co-sign for me again because I didn't make three times the rent. Um, and this was the one where when I had to go to work, it was a long, long walk to work or I rode yeah. my bike. Um. Because we didn't have a car for most of it because the van ended up dying like three months after we yeah. moved in. Like the transmission yeah. just went out. And so I couldn't back it up anymore. And so we eventually just got scrapped for like a 150 bucks or whatever. But, <laughs> you know, it was a good van while it lasted. But, uh, you know, it was kind of a rough time. Um, it's kind of when I did like a like my streaming, I was like really trying to focus on that. and Right, yeah. You know the our relationship at the time like wasn't really good. I think like trying to remember some of that, I just like don't really remember a lot or like any detail. Um, right. The most prominent memory from that apartment is when we decided to adopt a dog and we got this uh, three year old like pit bull named Sonic, or he's a pit bull mix, and he's like the sweetest yeah. dog of all time. Super quiet, super friendly. You know, and just really easygoing, and probably like the like the best dog you could actually ask for when it comes to like an adoption process. Um, but then eventually, our partner is like, "Hey, um, you can't have that kind of dog here," and so we had to figure out what we were gonna do. And at the time, like, uh, I was like, "Well, I'll just go to my parents' house and like watch the keep Sonic there until we figure out what we're gonna do." And during that time, uh, our relationship kind of wasn't a thing anymore. And so we were just friends at that point. And so she was still at the apartment. I was at my parents' house. Um, and she had some friends from, because she was originally from Illinois. She had some friends from Illinois come down and stay there for like a whole month while I was at my parents' house with Sonic, taking care of Sonic and all this kind of stuff, still working and yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. Eventually... They moved back, and I went back in that night, and it, the whole apartment was just trashed. Talking like beer yeah. cans, trash, food. Like, it was just all just horrible. And so I remember that being, like, a really rough night for me. Um, 
just kind yeah. of the whole couple months in general, just real rough. I was kind of living by myself. And just that's kind of when I got into the really bad habit of just kind of like shutting down and dealing with things as they, you know, happen and not really processing yeah. anything. Um, it's something I'm still yeah. like working on. It's something I still struggle with sometimes even to this day. Uh, so it's, mm-hmm. you know, definitely some very bad experiences. But then after the lease was up there, I went back again to my parents' house, which I cannot say how thankful I am that I was actually able to do that. And so right. when I did that, I think you when I moved back, you were back there as well. And yeah. I mean, I think that's when we decided to move out together. So if you want yeah. to get started talking about that, yeah, feel free. So yeah, I when I was done with college, I came back to my parents' house and I transferred to another Starbucks here in Tulsa. And yeah, I, I had that. I think it was a period of about like three or four months mm-hmm. before I got the management job from like a it was like an outside Starbucks that was like opening up um in a new location downtown and got that job so like I finally started to make like a bunch of money for the or like I mean for me like I was salaried for the first time and I think that when like our parents were also house hunting like then as well and that's when we first found yeah, like yeah. the house that like I still live in now but I remember like that period of transition was strange because I didn't really like being at home. It was hard to be at home, especially after being gone for so long. And so I think like, cause it was like pretty, like pretty soon after I started like the management job, that's when I started dating Kate and, you know, eventually, like I spent a lot of time over at like her apartment, like downtown, it was just kind of closer. Like, and then we eventually, Jack and I moved into like the rent house that like I still am in. Um, and yeah, that's where I think that was like the first time that like I found a house. That I was like, wow, like I really like this house a lot. You know, like it's cool, like outdoor deck. It's all like screened mm-hmm. in. Kind of just like an interesting setup in the house in general. Yeah, it's so, an interesting house. Yeah. And then Jack and I, of course, decided to move out because it was like, man, like what, what better like who better else to like move out with so it was kind of a nice out for both of us to go and like start somewhere else especially like in Tulsa where we had like more of a base and more experience so Jack what do you what do you remember about first moving into into this house so I remember like moving in was like it was a fun process again because moving somewhere is always after like you get everything signed everything squared away you just have the moving to worry about it's usually like the most fun process you're going to have packing everything's horrible but moving it and then unpacking it is a lot of fun i think and so yeah i remember like yeah. going in and be like i want this room um and Charlie, you're like i want the room that has like it's by the deck and yada yada and so we kind of you know chose our rooms and i remember moving stuff in kind of as soon as possible and yeah I was one driving the U-Haul truck because I have some experience driving that, driving trucks. <laughs> and so I drove that and it was, I don't know, I remember moving in, like moving stuff over that little wall that's in, like the, that's in the front porch. Yeah. We, we would walk, yeah. we walked around a few times and we we're like, why don't we just like hand it over this thing right here? Like, yeah. so we started doing that and 
it was a uh, definitely a, a a really fun process, except for getting internet set up because the previous tenants, I guess, had never turned off their internet, so yeah. then it was switched off, and so it was like interrupting our connection. So the technician had to come out and then be like, "Well, this is the and then you know, after a lot of talk, finally fixed it, and so. That was probably the most annoying thing, but it was, you know, I remember having, like, really good thoughts moving into that place, because I was like, okay, this is going to be, yeah. this is going to be a good start, and I, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think so. And then, so Jack and I lived at, in this house for a while before you eventually moved out and Kate moved in. And yes. so, like, I guess we're kind of coming to the end of the, you know, chronology here. So, I like to wrap it up. I know it sounds maybe kind of like the experiences of moving and having a roommate who just cuts out on you or having a roommate who's, like, unstable in any way. All those are not fun things. But I feel like now, and you're about to move into a new place now, so you get to go through the process all again. But Hell yeah, brother. So, I... It's so interesting now to have a space that I actually feel like is really mine because I think that's what I kind of lacked from moving to apartment to like apartment. And so like now, like I've been here long enough to where it's like I have like a routine, like things are like set up and now it's like, oh, hey, like we want to rearrange the bedroom. So we rearrange the bedroom and oh, hey, like we want to like redo the or like rearrange the kitchen and like move stuff around and like we just can do that like whenever we want, like having a routine for like the trash schedule and, you know, like having something to put energy into and, you know, a place that you have space in is really, mm-hmm. it's been really nice. So, and especially like that extra room that like I used to stay in has now been turned into like an office and we're staying in like the master bedroom now. So it's, I think overall it's been good. I really, the only complaint I have about the house that we're in right now is that just this location like it's it's interesting so like it's almost like there are two tiny apartments in the backyard in like a separate building and mm-hmm. so we have two separate people who live there and then like our next door neighbor he's not horrible but he's like always on his porch like drinking beers and like smoking his cigarettes and he's always like Hey guys, how's it going? Hey man, how's it going? You know, and it's just like, that's the only thing I don't like. Sometimes it'd be nice to go outside and not have like this dude just watching you. And maybe that's like a me thing, but like the neighbors, I think are the one thing now towards like, man, if only we could just like literally lift up and move this house somewhere else, you know? <laughs> yeah. I so he's still out there to this day from like day one, that we moved yeah. in until now. He's still doing that. I'm just like, dude, like, what do, what do you do? Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy. It's, it's, it's interesting, to say the least. So what about you? How did it feel, so, like, moving out and, like, getting, like, reset up somewhere else, like, after well, so living moving here? out was, moving out of the house was kind of rough for, for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it was, like, things happened, like, real quickly, plans fell through. And so I eventually, like, because at the time, uh, my girlfriend and Ellie, like my girlfriend Laura and Ellie were there with us at the rent house. And so 
they ended up having to go back to their parents' house, and I again went back to my parents' house, and I was like real upset about that. I was like, I can't believe that like I'm having to do this again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it felt really bad, and so after a couple months yeah. of just working and saving up, um, I finally was able to move out after about I want to say six months. I mean, no, it was about four yeah. or five. I think it was four or five. And found this place that we're still in right now. We've been here about over little, like, it'll be almost two years. Yeah. Almost yeah. two years. Um, And it's been fine, but we have, like, we have, like, these crazy upstairs roommates. Like, the boyfriend upstairs is, like, I don't know. <laughs> he walks like he's a troll. And just has like these mm-hmm. really bad anger issues. Our neighbor right. next to us, he's nice. His name's Joel, but like, man, does his place just smell like weed all the time? And some nights mm-hmm. he'll play this really loud, like dad, like rock music, dad music, you know. And I'm just like, oh my like gosh, Dave Matthews Band. Like it's like stuff, yeah, basically. I'm like, <laughs> please. And then like we had a neighbor for a few months that was like, hey, I got this, I got the sound system. It's <laughs> Just played like this loud bass music through these walls, and like I'm just like I can't. Oh, it's a it's a nice day outside. Open the window, just hear shouting, and I'm just like I yeah. So we we're finally moving out into like a nice place that's uh, down by where you work actually. So it's it's a quiet neighborhood. I'm like thank you, like that's the most important yeah. thing. We just want peace and quiet. So. I mean, I'm really looking forward to right. the move, and we're gonna yeah. have a couple of days to what will be a very stress-free move. Um, and so, it's uh, it's just interesting that we were really looking for a place like a another rent house, but we just were unable to find ones that were either affordable or in a good location. Because like, oh, this this three yeah. bedroom six hundred dollars a month. Well, why is it six hundred dollars a month? You look at where it is. And you look at the condition it's in. It's like, well, it needs some love and care. Like the windows are falling off, and like there's the AC units. One's one of the ones <laughs> you put in the window, and you're like, what? No, yeah. I was like, I was like, maybe in an alternate universe, if it was like just me and like two of my buddies, and we were all like into construction or something, we could like fix up this house, you know. But I was like, I'm not gonna have my daughter run around here. Like I'm not gonna have Laura be like, all right, well, I'm gonna. You know, we're going to decide who's, like, laying next to the drafty window tonight. You know what I mean? Right. And so it's like, so, but we're we're content of where we found for right now because it works for us. And um, you hopefully after a year, you know, we can, we'll be in a better situation and find somewhere uh, bigger that we can move to. Hopefully a rent house. So, you right. know, just, right. I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned, especially when it just comes to living on your own. And just like, you know, just like trying new things. It's just really trying to be op- like realistically optimistic and just always try to be like, well, yeah, there's a positive in this. Like it sucks, but like at least now we know this, you know, or at least we got this, you know what I mean? So yeah, just kind of a way to give yourself a little something so not everything just feels like a another like wall is being put up or another like obstacle you have to overcome. You know what I mean? Right. So right. I don't know. I'm not really sure like uh, what else to add. So if you got anything else to add, I mean, we don't really have to necessarily wrap up right now, but 
Yeah, I I mean I like I like what you said a lot because I feel like that's kind of a running theme that we do talk about a lot is that even though like you said, like we by no extent have had the worst life. You know, like there are people out there who like just get dealt horrible hands or are in horrible situations. But at the same time, like our lives haven't been like just this casual walk in the park. And so I think the most important thing is to always try to find, I don't know. And it, I guess this makes me sound so old, but I just try to find like the lesson or like the thing you learned and take that to heart, whether that be the places you've lived or like the people you've known to try to like take those moments to say, you know what, overall, this was really negative, but this one thing I can take from that and say, you know what, I'll bring that forward and leave everything else behind. Yeah. And moving feels kind of like that because I feel like you take, you know, the habits that you have and you get to start over at like a new place. And so it, it's one of those like rare moments in adult life that makes it, you know, feel like time slows down. Like the first couple of weeks in the new place, you're kind of getting used to it, putting things where, you know, unpacking boxes, whatever you're doing. And then before it settles into, oh, hey, four months have flown by and we're just kind of living. And, you know, you know what I mean? So it's it's always nice. And I think moving and talking about moving is a really nice way to kind of break up those chunks of your life. Because I was thinking about that. And I was like, how would I break up kind of like my adult life? And it would be through the places I've lived, you know? Yeah. Because right now... I I guess that we'll we'll jump into that and I'll talk toss the question to you first. But so you kind of mentioned a little bit about like the future, but where you would want to live. But if you had mm-hmm. Jack, if you had like your choice, like a realistic choice, like what would you want to do? You know where where would you want to live? What you know what kind of place would you like? Like what's what's the what's the kind of realistic possibility that you could see happening? Like next year or like where you'd want to live like no for like in the future like where you'd want to live yeah i personally if i had to choose i would really um enjoy going to school to learn a few things and kind of use that to travel to norway and live in norway that's where i'd want to go and try to find something there i don't know i mean i don't obviously i haven't done all the research because this is be years in the future, but someplace like uh Oslo or, you know, just the base, like yeah. the main areas of Norway. Cause Norway is still pretty, uh, pretty treacherous, not, not like treacherous in a bad way, but like it's, <laughs> it's, it's just cold. And so like other than a couple of main cities, like it's just like, it's still pretty rural, like rural, rural, rural is a hard word. Rural. Rural. And it sounds Rule. not right you know pretty rule <laughs> yeah and then the more i'm saying it, the more it's getting worse so it's, i mean so realistically you would you want to like move your whole family out there like move with laura and ellie out to norway ideally yes yeah but if that was not something that um they'd be down to do then mm, probably definitely move out of oklahoma um Mm-hmm. Maybe somewhere a bit more farther up north where, for me personally, where it rains a bit more often, where it's a bit more 
where the temperature is a bit more uh, regular, like in Oklahoma, it just jumps around all the time. So just somewhere a bit more temperate and rainy would be my only real requirements. Other than that, like just somewhere that's safe. So, yeah. Because like Tulsa is like one of the most dangerous cities in the U.S. Actually, so apparently, no. Apparently, there are have to be cities. No, it's, I said Anyways. one. Most. <laughs> what about what about you, Shai? I'm passing um, the question off to you. So for me, the older I've gotten, I don't think it matters to me so much where I'm living. Um, more so, I'm more concerned about like like the house itself and you know what exists around it for a long time i've always wanted to live out in the country and stuff but at the same time i do like being close to you know a large city so things are more easily accessible and i don't feel so isolated because i already feel like isolated enough sometimes like in the house i am in now and it not isolated in a bad way but like Man, I, I'm like, I don't want to go to the grocery store, even though the grocery store is like five minutes away, you know? So I'm like, and if the grocery store is like an hour away, I'm like, I, I don't know if I'd ever get out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like the location doesn't really matter. But yeah, I would like to have like a, a bigger house, I think, something to where like Kate and I could both have separate offices and a bedroom. I really like our deck. And like I said, like it's one of those things to where if I could move the house we're in now and you know, go from there, like, that would be great. At the same time, so I think we'll kind of use this as the last little topic before we wrap up. So Kate has a friend who hasn't moved out of her parents' house, and I think she, I'm sure Kate will text me because I know she can hear me if if I'm wrong, but I think she's like 30 and mm-hmm. her whole reason is she doesn't want to rent because she doesn't want to like put her money into like someone else's pocket and she'd rather own a house. While mm-hmm. I would eventually like to own a house, I will say a big plus of renting is being able to like, oh, hey, if something breaks or if you have a problem, you're not paying for that out of pocket. And so for me, it's kind of like, that's fine. Because then, you know, if you own your house and you have a plumbing issue, they come out and they're like, oh, we have to redo the pipes. It's going to be $2,000. It's kind of like, well, all right then. And just like growing up, like yeah. in our parents' house, like when like the heater would break or like the AC would break, oh and it would gosh, be like, yeah. hey, it's going to be thousands of dollars to repair it. And it's like, well, we'll just spend a summer without AC. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah. Or it's like, oh, well, I guess we'll just have to use the fireplace for a couple winters. Right. But and I mean, so it's like, it's been really nice good renting. Memories cutting, to cutting logs the fireplace yeah it's really nice to like like last summer we had a problem with our ac to have the guy come out several times and to not like pay for that at all you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like i can see the both sides but like i think being able to like live on your own and having that freedom is worth renting in my mind yeah but that's just me like i couldn't imagine still living with like i love our parents but like i couldn't imagine still living at home just because I don't know. I like having my own space and I like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just nice to have like your own stuff and your own space to where you can go and relax and something would be like, Oh man, I crawl into bed and it's my bed. And yeah. you don't have to like be like, all right, I'm going out. 
all right you know what i mean like all this stuff i think is really nice so yeah yeah i mean no i agree i it's, think that's the last thing living on your own is definitely super rewarding but it can be very stressful depending on your situation right and so i mean i think my my biggest thing for people and for anyone if we do if we do happen to have any younger listeners who have been able to listen this far focus on having like spent good like time at a job because that's one of the most that's one of the most important things you need like a good job history and also like learn what credit is because like having good credit is probably one of the most helpful things you can get in today's day and age yeah. like it's it's so helpful it's the difference between between paying 20% for car payments or like 8% on car payments, you know? So, right, right. I agree. I mean, that's that's from personal experience right there. So, definitely just think ahead. It's like South Park. We always have a lesson at the end of our episodes. <laughs> but uh Jack, that's all I had. Do you have any information on Tulsa being one of the most dangerous cities in the entire United States? Yeah, I I do. Let me pull it up real quick. I yeah. mean, Tulsa, it's not, it's in the a list of 25 is what I was looking up, okay? okay it is, okay, whatever. <laughs> it is number 23. You do realize that we have, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. That seems no, weird. No, no, I know, but here's the thing. Tulsa is actually one of the, like, one of the bigger cities in the United States in comparison to how many cities there are. Yeah, like Tulsa's like yeah. a, it's a it's a big city, so I mean, like I'll yeah. look it up right now. Let's let me go ahead and go to the well, Wikipedia and, and fill you know, space here. The forty seventh most know, popular I would city say, in the U.S. So I mean, it's I would getting say up there. for anybody who thinks about Oklahoma and they're like, I would never go to Oklahoma. If you do have the chance, like coming to Tulsa, I definitely think is a worth you know, a, like a cool place to visit. Um, oh, for sure. I feel like Tulsa has really come into its own within the last 10, 15 years, especially like downtown and stuff. And, you know, we're still in that nice spot where housing is relatively cheap compared to other big cities. So, yeah, but it's, it's know, starting I, to I, be on the rise a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, that's uh, I think that's all I have, Jack, if you want to round us out here. Yeah, you know, I think we're Take good. Take us home. I think we're good. Charlie, Go back did you know that our tavern. music was... <laughs> Shut up. Our music is provided by Tyler Cunningham, which I'll be contacting later today to see if we can get like a personalized intro. Because meanwhile, he's just been he's lending like, us music, which... He's like $300. <laughs> I mean, hey, Patreon. Um, yeah, so Tyler Cunningham, hey. check him out. He did some really cool like game inspired music and just music kind of just for a bunch of different purposes. He's really cool. We also have a Gmail. You can reach us at racketer collection at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your inquiries or what have you. We'd love to hear from you. You can also reach us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You know, if you comment on there, message us there, like, well, one of us is going to respond. There's only two of us right now. This is a very small operation. If you can't tell, uh, also, I just want to say that I am forever grateful to our patrons. We have uh, Jay Hens, Jack Henry, we have Becky, and we also have Michael. 
So thank you guys so much for being your most amazing selves and giving a little bit of your financial assets to us so we can increase the size of our asset. <laughs> and I think all of all you I have got, so I'm such <laughs> nice assets. I'm going to open Your assets the door. are helping I'm going our to open assets. the door. <laughs> That's some good music. I wonder who's doing that music. Closing the door.